Hey, this is Trevor. And this is Jeremy. And we're your best friends from Terminus Media. Do you like what we do? You're goddamn right you do. Then consider backing Terminus Media on Patreon. For less than it takes to hire a hitman who turns out to be Guy Fieri in My Chemical Romance cosplay, you can support us in making equipment upgrades, future projects, and eventually becoming completely independent. Gotta hate my job. So head on over to Patreon and search for Terminus Media. Thanks! Last time on the Terminus Podcast. <laughs> we have such exquisite pleasures to show you. I quit. I'm fucking done. I quit. Fuck this. No, I quit. Fuck you. Do you believe in life after love? Do, do, do. I can feel something inside. What are you doing? Oh, hey. Um, Nothing. What, what was that noise? Oh, you know, um, just hanging out, recording a podcast. Uh, our, our podcast? Yeah. Alone? I was waiting for you. Where were you? I, I was peeing. Okay, um, well, uh, let's, I guess, go ahead and get into this. Great. Terminus Podcast. This is uh, our first episode in a while. Yeah. Official episode. Right. We're not just... Uh, Recording weird laugh tracks. And digging up, you know, stuff from the past that should have been released like a month ago. Yeah. You know, it's all good. But anyway, we are back with an episode and uh, yeah, it's good to be back. Yeah. We missed you, baby birds. I definitely did. I missed you more. But anyway, my name is Trevor. My name is Jeremy. And, uh, yeah. So we've got a lot of fun planned for tonight. Oh, there's just so much fun. So, uh, back to the dark subject matter, but uh, the reality is, though, it came from a very unexpected source this time. It came from a dumb source. It came from a very dumb, unexpected source. So, let's be real. This person, in my opinion, hasn't been relevant since maybe the early 2000s. 
Yeah, oh, I, you're you're being a lot more generous than I am. Uh, I mean, what would you say? Uh, so w- the person we're talking about is Kevin Lyman. Mm. He is the head of the Vans Warped Tour, which is it's in off its, the wall. It's in its last year. Thank God. And Kevin talked to Billboard Magazine, the official punk zine of the Vans Warped Tour. <laughs> And yeah, it, it listen, it's a shit show. That, it, that's it, what happened. It was really bad. So, okay. Um we're gonna jump into it here in just a sec, but uh real quick, what are you drinking? Uh water. You're drinking water. Finally off that Smart juice water. game. Finally off that game. How how do you say that? Gla glasso? Glass glassy glass What? It looks see, I I bought it because it, it looks French. Yeah, no, you're and right. it's it got a little French little uh clothes top here and it has the word pure and crisp mm-hmm. like from a cloud yeah i'm a sucker for smart sounding shit yeah i know mm. tasty it tastes just like the bourgeois <laughs> you didn't know how to pronounce glacio but you know how to pronounce bourgeois yes that's fantastic Jeremy, you surprise me every single day. I'm drinking a root beer. That's not a root beer, you piece of shit. Soda. That is a cream soda. <laughs> I saw A&W, and I was just like, root beer. And I'm also pissed off because I just realized this has caffeine in it, which knocks yes. us off of another thing I cannot drink. God damn it, I hate my life. And you just knock shit over. Dude, I told you about this new microphone. I mean, I can't help it. Ghost Rider fell over. He got sad. Yeah. We know Ghost Rider fell over because it just deafened every single listener. You're welcome. Ever, ever. He, he it, wanted to make sure that the listener was aware he was he was there. He threw a little bit of a hissy. Wow. So that's Ghost Rider. I'm so sorry to everyone, and uh, that won't happen again. It might. Probably not. Anyway, uh, we got a lot of shit to talk about, but uh, it's good to be back. As you guys heard at the beginning of the show, we are uh, officially launching our Patreon this week. This is where you and enter in the trumpets. Yeah, that you keep saying that, and it's not happening. It's just I'm not putting trumpets in our show. You, you can make as many trumpet noises with your mouth as you want. Like, yeah, celebratory. Practice, practice that, that blowing motion. Anyway. That was, that was inappropriate. This is it a was. Christian... No family show what 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 when was this when did this happen yeah I, we take uh, one I week off and you're like this is a christian <laughs> yeah podcast. you didn't hear like we we no. teamed up with the family values motherfucker group. yeah great great that's just wonderful let's <laughs> let's do that i mean i'm gonna be honest with you i mean we, we if tell, it weren't for player fm like i wouldn't we have tell these our ideas. audience we tell our fucking audience that this is a safe place for them yes to hide from the fucking people who are in charge right now and then you're like oh this is a family values podcast i pulled a chumbawamba no you didn't actually <laughs> you pulled a splinter out of your dick splinter dick yes that's what you are that's hurtful anyway we'll be right back Welcome back to whatever that the fuck was. I was yawning. Oh, that's your yawn. Yeah. 
Wonderful. I'm so happy that we had to get that audio experience from you. My mom told me it was very manly and normal. Well, I don't know about the normal part, but it's definitely manly. Thank you. You're I'm not I don't know if that's it's something I can respond to or not. Kevin Lyman. Kevin Lyman. Listen, I don't even really know what to fucking say about this guy. I'll be upfront. Like the what okay. Give me a second. Vamp. So basically Kevin Lyman, he used to have well, he he has currently, but next year will be formally uh, a festival uh, that used to be considered punk rock uh, summer camp and it was really cool because sometimes you would get to see really cool bands like Bad Religion and Pennywise and Lesson Jake and like all these really great bands sharing the same stage each getting 30 minutes each Um, I remember one year AFI was on it with Alkaline Trio and I really wanted to go to that show but I didn't and then I got really sad and that was like the last warp tour ever that was actually good and then right. after that it was a bunch of bullshit like the main and fucking Mayday Parade and all this indie pop bullshit and Katy Perry Yeah no it, it's it's uh it was it's garbage but anyway Kid Rock um, was on it once. God, really? Yeah. That actually makes this worse. That happened. It's dumb. Anyway, so Lyman talked to Billboard magazine about a bunch of shit, and one of the things he talked about was uh, the multiple instances of sexual harassment that have happened on or around Warp Tour. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he says, quote, well, this, that sexual harassment didn't happen on Warp Tour. It fucking did. If you go through every one of those stories, it didn't happen on Warp Tour. The Johnny Craig thing did happen on Warp Tour, and I addressed it the same way. We sent him away. And you then, voted for it. Right. There, there was an open vote. So for anyone who doesn't know what that means, the Johnny Craig thing, uh, as I get this to open. Um, I can tell you what it is. Basically, there's a band called uh, Slaves. Slaves. X Dance Gavin Dance. And yeah, Johnny Craig is the lead singer. He sexually harassed a female merch salesperson. Again, this is from Billboard, who was traveling with the band. While he was drunk. While he was drunk, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so basically he just uh, he harassed a woman. Um, so, okay, we sent him away, and then all of a sudden I've got to have town hall meetings with it. But if you really go through all that stuff, things happen prior to the tour things. It's part of the culture. Now, he goes on to say... Warp Tour, the thing is, it's funny because the way we used to deal with any problem was if we found out an artist was disrespecting a woman, they were usually brought back behind a tour bus by some people on the tour and given a few options in life. Your life was not being threatened, but you were educated out there. So, like, between the fucking machismo bullshit and just, like, this whole out-of-touch shit, given the situation we're in right now with all of these men being, you know basically outed as harassers and abusers like this response shows a complete fucking tone deafness yeah yeah um this is the same tour that happily presented like shit like blood on the dance floor oh yeah Uh, blood Blood on on the the dance Dance floor Floor was like notorious for this shit was Um, that front porch step or whatever front porch step who is now now super into jesus oh yeah well they have to he be. got super into jesus got baptized and now writes really tone deaf songs about 
I don't know, Jesus not being white or something, what? but like, oh, dude, it God is it. it is so bad. But like, no, it, so uh, tone deaf. Well, it's they couldn't get onto the fucking warp tour anymore, I guess, because of the the fact that they sexually harassed underage fans. Well, and I've got other questions because, like, if you look at the history of the warp tour and the bands that have played on it. Um, and the shit that has come out about them and the things that they've done. Like, one of the big ones that uh, actually stood out in my mind, as, right. aside from Blood on the Dance Floor, mm-hmm. um, was Lost Prophets. Yeah. Lost, Lost Prophets played multiple um, of those tours. And yet, look at What's-His-Face now, whatever the fuck his name is, fuck him. Um, we don't give a shit. Yeah, it may rot, but... Um, Motherfucker is in prison for attempting to rape a baby and all this other bullshit, you know, trying to get like a fucking little child to snort coke for his own sexual fucking deviancy, dude. Yeah, and and, and so the reason we want to talk about Lyman specifically is not so that we can rehash all of these horrific things that have happened. Yeah. Um it, it's so that we can we can talk about the way that this shit is in general. We've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. You know, we've gone on tangents and shit, but I, I think it's a good idea to kind of just have a, an actual discussion about it because um, things are changing in the world and things are definitely changing among subcultures. Yep. And I've always found it in- interesting that that uh, punk rock or I guess alternative music or whatever the fuck you want to call it has always sort of sought to emulate the power and the power dynamics that mainstream culture has, but they want to put their own flavor on it, right? Like, yeah. that's always been the thing, is it's never it's never we need to burn the system down. It's always we want to have the system, but we also want it to have flames painted on the side of it. Right, right, you know, with a nice like, little oh, it's, skull it's on cool. it. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, like, it, it's always occurred to me, or, or I guess it's, it's, it's starting to occur to me now, like, the history of punk rock is written by men, right? Yeah. The the history of punk rock is written by men. All of the the fucking documentaries primarily feature you know straight white men. Fucking Henry Rollins, Ian Mackay, yeah. Jello Biafra. Fucking Jello Biafra. There's some shit about him going all the way back to fucking you know the early nineties. Yeah. Um. And just whenever I hear someone like Kevin Lyman talk about how the way things used to be. And how, oh, well, back in the day, we used to do all this shit and handle our problems ourselves. And we never had a fucking, we never had a problem. And now everyone wants me to you know, fucking be accountable. What this actually tells me is that what they really mean when they say that is they want the good old days where they could do whatever the fuck they want. They had yeah. a playground and never got held accountable. Right. And that's just not the the world we live in anymore. No. Uh, well, and uh, I mean the the problem is like the world that we lived in then was very dangerous and hurtful to so many people. It, it, it was it was hurtful. It was to women. It was hurtful to gay, Children. lesbian, trans people. Yeah. It was hurtful to people of color. Yeah. You know, and, and punk rock was not a place where like there were there were people of color. There were women and there were queer people in the scene. I mean, you have bands... Limp Wrist. Limp Wrist, but even even going back, fucking Big Boys. Dicks. The Dicks. Uh, um, fucking... Uh, Lydia uh, Lunch. Yep, Lydia Lunch. Uh, you know, fucking... Uh, Death is a great one. Oh, yeah. Um, Unfortunately, didn't see the light of day mm-hmm, up until, like, right. 
mid two thousands. But yeah, they were mysteriously lost when you can fucking find every MC five recording until you're fucking dead, blue in the face. But hey, yeah. I'm not here to comment on everything. But anyway, just it, it's it's uh it's buckwild to me that this computer is very loud. <laughs> no. Is that crazy to you? Uh, it's getting kind of hot. Kinda so this toasty. is this is what I've been thinking about, man. Because like I look at like our own local scene, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I look and and whenever he was talking about how it used to be, blah blah blah. Um, one thing that I considered was how many of these of these punk rockers, you know, uh, tried so hard to emulate the whole like I don't give a fuck mentality of someone like Gigi Allen. Yo, absolutely. And, and without Gigi Allen, like, I mean, he really was like the forerunner whenever it came to the way that we treat women. Oh, and Sid Vicious. Sid Vicious mm-hmm. would be another one that I would have to look at. Or, you know, unfortunately, as much as I love uh, the Ramones, fucking Johnny Ramone. Yeah. Johnny Ro- Ramone was notoriously abusive. He was an abusive shit. He, he was a shithead. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it's always very interesting to me because, like, there was also this big shit out recently about... Uh, Oh, hell, who was the band? Oh, it was a famous band, emo band. Uh, brand new? Brand new. Yeah. Some shit about brand new and how brand new was supposed to be the different band. They weren't just like all the other creepy emo bands. And then they were. I mean, that, that's and emo. And they fucking were. Welcome but, to emo. But, I mean, that's the thing. It's the same in punk, right? Yeah. It, it is the same in punk. It, like, there is no functional difference there. Right. You know, we, we can talk about stylistic differences and fashion differences and shit all day long, but, like, you have the emo scene, you have pop punk, which, I mean, the fucking lyrics on most pop punk bands outside of, like, I would say half of Dillinger 4's content and, right. like, some bands that are specifically anti this sort of attitude. Right. They're all about dudes fucking pining after women and mm-hmm. demanding women, you know, give up their bodies and fucking... All of this shit. Right. And this leads into, you know, other types of punk rock. I mean, it, it's it leads into hardcore. It leads into street punk. It leads into fucking power violence. Like, all of these different, you know, sort of genres, unless they are expressly, um, you know, you know, feminist in their lyrics and feminist in their actions. Right. And, I mean, I, I don't, I just, it, it's, it, it what, blows my mind is that it doesn't matter if the the genre is pop punk emo street punk fucking power violence you know all of these it, right. it, it's it's the same culture it's the same bullshit right and we don't have we we don't have a concept at this point for what or i guess basically if things can change right you know and that that's what i'm always worried about is that like you know, we're going to get to a point where we're going to find something that can't be reformed, right? But at the same time, like, the answer to that is fairly clear. Right. Burn it down. Yeah. You know, it's like these the institutions that we have that are like this, um, Hollywood, music, the fucking gaming scene, all of this shit, if it's like this... And the reason it's like this is because you have a basically pervasive misogyny, you have pervasive, um, you know, toxic masculinity, all this other shit. Right. Then 
the only answer to me that seems to be the one that makes sense the most is to fucking just end it. Well, and, and another very important thing that we need to remember is, like, I mean, look at the amount of musicians out, even legends, and it's very unfortunate I have to say this because some of these legends are ones that I love. We've always idolized them. We've always kind of turned a blind eye um, to the shit that they did. I mean, R. Kelly's still kind of riding high even after, like, yeah. pissing on the face of fucking, what was she, like, 14 or 15-year-old girl? Um, you know, you've got fucking David Bowie. David Bowie was notorious for this kind of shit. Fucking even Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley was dating a 14-year-old. You yeah. know what I mean? And and we just turn a blind eye. Well, their music's good. This thing that they did is good. We have to hold these individual people accountable for their actions. We yeah. have to. People use death of the artist or death of the author to basically mean that the anything that the actual person who makes something did is acceptable because they are they have important work. Right. And it's like, that's not how this goes. Right. Right. It's like, yeah, you know what? I can say I like some of David Bowie's work, but I can also say that what he did with a child was kind of fucked up. Well, I mean, you, you uh, the weird part about it is you don't see people parading around fucking Gary Glitter. No. You know what I mean? And, like, Gary Glitter, like, was pretty much all but... And well, actually, I think it's still entirely banned from like the BBC, mm-hmm. like all recordings rec- uh, referring to uh, Gary Glitter outside of like for the sake of like documentary sake or, and like, things news, like that. Right. Exactly, um, is completely blacklisted uh, from the airways of BBC. Why the fuck are, do we not hold these other artists to the same level? Because it's just like what's what's happening in the in the uh, entertainment industry in the movie section, where it's like, yeah, the reason why is because they all turn out to be horrible, right? Right? Or like fucking public radio recently, or like just the news in general, where you had fucking Matt Lauer go, yeah, you have fucking Al Franken, no, and on top of that, you had Garrison Keillor, the host of. Prairie Home Companion, probably the second yeah, most wholesome one, shit. That one's weird, dude. Right? It's the like yeah. the most wholesome shit next to Mr. Rogers. And if any motherfucker has any information about Mr. Rogers, you fucking don't tell me. Don't. I will. I will kill myself. I don't even care. But that's the problem. What we just did there as a joke. Yeah. Is the problem. Well, yeah, because you, you want to put your, your fingers in your ears and dig them in nice and deep and just go, la, 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 I can't hear you. But, I mean, it, it I, I look at it just like even, like I, I brought up just a moment ago, uh, the local punk scene, right? <laughs> yes. Um, without, and, and actually moving away from the obvious. Um, you know where we're going with this, and, uh, well, well, you and you I are and on I the know. same page. But there is another aspect of this that I that just recently came up, just uh, oh, yeah. over me. the past couple of days. Um, an individual I've never personally cared for, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, personally. Yeah. Uh, a lot of things actually just recently came out about him. Like this is a person who bragged about, literally bragged about, um, regardless if it's true or not. I have no idea. Um, to an ex that he sold an ex-girlfriend to to fucking sex slavery for the sake of drugs like this kind of shit dude yeah um he has a uh, either did have or does currently have out of another state a warrant for uh and, and well uh, the shit with a minor um 
Right. You know, there, there's there's a lot of things that recently came out about him, but uh, the more egregious of those things were, unfortunately, I know for a fact he has put a good friend of mine in a situation where she is forced to do things she didn't want to do. Yeah. Um, things like that. And she is being housed, or he is being housed and hid away by another local band here in Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't name names, but mostly because I don't want to die. Yeah, see, here's the thing, right? This is the other problem, is that you've got people who have, like, they get, like, just a tiny amount of social capital and fucking influence in their local scenes or whatever, and they yeah. think they're the fucking mafia. So, yeah. you know, as, as shitty as it is to, to go down this road, like, we have to basically keep shit anonymous. Yeah. Uh, not for legal reasons, but for literally our safety. Yeah. And it's stupid. I don't it, like it. Really it. I think it's a dumb thing. It, it, it really but fucking is. But that's go. what happens whenever you can't fucking just admit and own to the truth. Like, this is what happens whenever you've rejected every every offer of assistance that has been uh, given to you. Yeah. You could have had the entire world on uh, on your plate right there in front of you. And the, the scary part about it is this is a person who has kids. Yeah. He has children. And this is the kind of shit that he fucking does. So, yeah, I mean, he's being housed away. He's being hidden away by this band who is outright, like, slut-shaming a person who, in my opinion, did nothing wrong. You know, pretty well, much... People who are slut-shamed usually rarely ever do anything wrong, right? Well, not just, just on that level, but also, you know, made fun of the accusations and things like that that she, she made. Um, That's common, too. But it, it's fucked up, though. We, we have a scene that will defend... The victimizer and not the victim. Mm-hmm. And this is punk rock. This is punk rock. Like, yeah, this, this is the radical music, right? Yeah. This is the music that's supposed to bring down governments and fucking yeah. free the people. Yeah. Um, listen, it, it, I, I'm, I'm not really like, I love that music as a genre. I love the shit that it does stylistically. Yeah. But, uh, anyone tells me that punk rock is a radical form of music or any kind of shit where, you know, there is a, uh, a, a sort of, <laughs> you know, an ethos to it. I'm going to laugh in your face, yeah. right? Like I, I, I know about the ethos. The ethos means fuck all, you know, it's, it's always, it's just garbage, right? right? Punk is punks are garbage. Well, the ethos itself is a lie. I mean, if you look at something like the Sex Pistols, for instance, the Sex Pistols were pretty much just a fucking clothing brand at, at one point, you know? Yeah, like, and, and we've talked about that to death, but yeah. the, the actual fact of this shit, the, the thing that's happening in 2017 today, yeah. is that you have a lot of people who will pay lip service uh, to, you know, being against racism, being against sexism, being against homophobia and transphobia and all this other shit, and... Then they won't come out, and they will make fun of people who are victims of sexual violence. They will make fun of people who are victims of hate crimes. I mean, that whole fucking, you know, fuck emo thing back in the, you know, mid-2000s. I was a part of it. (laughs) Yeah. And, I wasn't down with the 6606 thing, but... But you know what I'm talking about. It's, It's all garbage. It's all bullshit. Yeah. And... I will say this. There are some people out there who are tired of this garbage. Yeah. And they're coming to take out the trash. I cannot, and I won't name names, but 
these are people who give a shit about the safety of women. They give a shit about making these stories heard and that people are informed about the bands that they fall into. Right. Um, you know, there's there's a history and a uh, an epidemic of predatory behavior. And I'm not just talking about sexual violence. I'm also talking about the fact that a lot of these bands build their entire fan bases up by basically cherry picking off of the pop punk scene, saying, hey, you guys want to hear some real punk rock? Yeah. And then basically groom younger adults, young kids, teenagers to, you know, be their sycophants, be their fucking mouthpieces right. out there in the world. Right. You know, this is this is the shit that I have witnessed for years and nobody sees the pattern. I mean, people comment on, you know, oh, yeah, you're probably just waiting for a new batch of fans to come in. But that's what these fucks do. Yeah. And they rely on that newness. They rely on people not knowing scene history and no, not knowing fucking anything about what's going on. Come in blind to, and struck, man. Yeah, to fucking, oh, oh, you're a cool band. I'm going to hang out with you. Oh, you guys could never do anything wrong. You're going to take us to the revolution. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. It's all fucking bullshit. Well, I mean, and it's, it's been same, bullshit for years. That's the same fucking flag going back to fucking Blood on the Dance Floor. That's the exact same fucking flag that they've raised. The fucking unity and the goddamn plur movement can fucking die somewhere. But, like, you know, they fucking made, created this whole fucking flag where you anyone who doesn't belong, all of you are welcome under this flag with me, Davi, Davi Vanity. You know, mm. and let me go ahead and diddle your little kid like that. Like it, it, it is so bad. fucked up because like the, the, that entire mentality has just spread and these people are still relevant and these people are still not being held accountable. These people are still just that's got to stop. That's oh, got to stop. And, and the, what what we know now is that it, it is going to stop. I mean, we're, we're in a cultural moment right now. Like this is something you, you don't have to guess at. Like this is not something where you're going to look in 20 years and go, Hmm, I wonder if that had any lasting effects. Right. We can already see the lasting effects. Yeah. Um, it's just going to take a second to get down to the subcultures but and you know, to the, sort of radical politics milieus. Well, the, the part that really scares me is, is for the victims. Like, I, I'm genuinely scared for the victims because now they do have a platform. Now they do have a voice. They ha it, the victims now have faces. They have yeah. a place to belong. There is a unity there. Um, but I can't help think about like that said band that I was talking about that is targeting yeah. a, a dear friend of mine. Um, someone like that who is doing their absolute best to get their finger in that, that wound and just twist, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And, and just really digging as deep as possible. Like how many, how many people, and this is, I am genuinely afraid of how many people we will end up losing over something like that. It's, it's a terrifying thought for sure. And this is definitely going to be a situation where a lot of wounds get reopened. Yeah. But what I what I want to know and what I what I want to ask in this situation is, is it worth it? And if it is worth it, what is the result? Right. If we lose people, and I fucking hope we don't, because of all of this shit going on. At the end of the day, are we making a positive change? Right. 
you know, like, are these lives being given up in vain? Oh, exactly. If if they yeah. are, then we obviously need to rethink all of our bullshit. If they're not, though, if if there is a reason and if there is a goal to all of this that is positive and ends up with shit changing and their situations not happening, right? Then anyone that we have already lost, you know, we can we can say we're doing it for them, right? Anyway, we will be right back. We're going to end out the show and uh, talk about next week. All right, everybody. That is going to do it for us tonight on the Terminus podcast. We had a good episode, I think. What, it's what do you pretty think? good. It's uh, P good. It's So these are always really weird topics to talk about because it's kind of like... I don't really want to talk about them. No. But they got to be talked about, and this is not going to be the only discussion we have about topics similar to this. Yeah. Um, but uh, honestly, what I would say is that as as we get into the new year, we're probably going to see some shit happen um, locally and abroad that we are going to be talking about. And, I mean, that's what the Terminus Project... Well, no, that's your radio program. The Terminus Podcast. Thanks for the early shout out. You're welcome. Um, is all about. Um, but anyway, I have been Trevor. Monty Python is one of the worst things to ever happen. Okay. What? So that was Jeremy. What, where did this come from? The poster behind you. Oh. I hate Monty Python. Just oh, the, so the, much. The silly walk thing. It's not even funny. I mean, it's not funny. That's fair. Like, I don't think anyone actually likes Monty Python. I it's think just people, Im- imminently quotable. I think it exists just so that people could troll me with yeah. its existence. Basically. Like, I like it. You don't fucking like it. <laughs> There's nothing to like about it, you piece of shit. <laughs> the Dead Parrot skit? Fuck you. What the fucking the Lumberjack song? Fucking stupid. I'm a Lumberjack and I'm okay. Gotta hate Monty Python. So, yes, I'm Jeremy. And uh, as we mentioned at the start of the show, you can now find us on Patreon. Just search for Terminus Media. That is what we're going under. Yeah, we got other things coming. Absolutely. And uh, with your love and support and contributions, um, you can help us actually create said future endeavors. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But yeah, you can go there. You can support the show that way. you can also go to our uh, Facebook page, facebook.com slash Terminus Podcast. No, Terminus Pod. You know what? It's been a while since I've looked at the URL for that. I should probably do that. You should It'll be in that. the show notes. It, it will be in the show notes this time. Um, and thank you again to Kevin Moan and the Reptiles for the use of our theme song, Police State, off the album Kevin Moan and the Reptiles. It was also featured in one of my favorite um, uh, adult films. Oh, no. Um uh, Ten Black Holes, One White Hole. Uh, great A. Just. All right. Yeah, now it's in that one. <laughs> Kevin, um, I really hope you appreciate all the marketing we do for your band that you aren't in anymore. Yeah. And also for just the lovely, lovely things we say about your music. 
Um, but no, you can go check that out on Bandcamp, Kevin Moan, the reptiles.bandcamp.com. And throw him um, some goddamn money he, while downloading that music, too. Exactly. He is the unsung hero of 2001. 2001. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, his song, Police State, is the reason he was the hero. Yeah. I don't know of what, but there it is. Um, the the groans over whenever he said, "We're animals in a cage." Police state USA. Yeah, it's just that's that's you. That is you. So just um, slapping, just let's <laughs> sing the song. That's what the the You're movie very sounded welcome. like. Um. Anyway, the uh, a couple cool things happening. Um, of course, we have all of the things that Jeremy does at Renegade Radio that I occasionally help on. Although I've been very busy over the last couple weeks, you've abandoned. I have abandoned Jeremy. The Terminus Project. Um, but Jeremy does the Terminus Project coming out every Monday night. He didn't do it last week because of some stuff going on, but um, he will be back this week mm-hmm. with a set of I'm guessing jams. A girl. We've got Wolf Mother. Okay. We've we've got we've got Sparta. Please tell me. We've got brand new um not not the band brand oh, new but mm. but brand Ooh. new Glassjaw which is awesome because that I've been waiting for that for a while. I, sure. And it's great because Glassjaw every time they release something it's just out of fucking nowhere. Right. And it's so good. Um I can't remember what else is on that list. Well, you know what? You'll be able to give us the entire list on Monday night. Uh, is it seven a.m. or seven p.m. or is it going to be? 8 it's eight o'clock. It's whenever 8 I'm alone and you decide to abandon me and well, I have to self-produce. Well, I have a I have a work at six in the morning and I leave at two thirty and I would like my sleep. Thank Look you very me. much. I'm an old man and I like sleep. Yes, I do like sleep and it's real early. Or actually, at this point, I would be up by now. Why is my? Yeah, I would be waking up by now, getting ready for work. So yes. I would be asleep right now so, un- until probably another 10 minutes. But anyway. Uh, yeah, mm, yeah, oh, Lumpy and the dumpster, uh, Dumpers is on there. Okay, okay. Yeah, that one came out recently. That's a good yeah. one. Um, but uh, you will be airing at 8 p.m. Central Time on Monday night. Self-producing because Trevor is a piece of shit. Well, okay, you can keep belaboring that point and then we'll never be able to move on to your other projects yep. um you've also got writing that you do at renegaderadio.net as mm-hmm. well as in whatever unknown future this happens the uh the show good cop bad cop whenever this Someday. happens you know in in a future that is as thus far unbeknownst to us sometime someday before i die i yeah. mean basically I'm just gonna throw this out there. If you, if you want to do good cop bad cop with me, it's gonna be a ton of fun. Just reach out to me, because I feel like that's kind of a project that's gonna die otherwise. Well, it you with have been listener, called I'm out. I'm not talking about you. Like you have been you, called but. out if you know who you are, and I think you do know who you are. So that's right. Get on that shit. But yeah, anyway, fuck you, Jason. Get the fuck out of here. No, nobody's trying to house you. It's not Jason. Because you're going to be listening to fucking Nickelback like legit. And that's going to be a fucking problem. Like, yeah. you cannot apply. Go back to your federal prison. That we've established as canon many episodes ago. Absolutely. Um, so, 
I do want to make a couple notes. One of the projects that we aim to start in the new year um, is a, uh, we used to do music recommendations on this show directly, but we stopped doing that because it made every episode fucking an extra like four hours long. And it didn't make sense. And it didn't make sense. Because like we would else. we would talk about heavy shit and then come back and be like, oh hey, and by the way, this is the music that I listen to. Come listen to this new Slipknot album. Yeah, exactly. So did uh, they release a new it, album? I don't think so. But in the new year, we are going to be re vamping that effort into something that we're tentatively calling Terminal Jams. I dig it. Terminal Jams. It's going to be a music recommendations podcast where basically we talk about all the shit we listen to in that week. Um, and and they will kill you. Exactly. They are, they are killer. Um, but kind of the, the way that I'm envisioning this is that it's going to not just be our recommendations, but actually include like clips of the song. Yep. Uh, talking about, you know, um, why we like it, things like that. Um, and also, you know, what I thought would be kind of cool would be that from that first episode to talk a little bit about like our year looking back on 2017, like this is all the, the music that we consumed over the last fucking 12 months. Oh, baby girl, I got some great stuff for you too. Absolutely. And, and what's going to be really nice about that is that that will kind of allow us an, an in to talking about music on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, and actually having a good list moving forward of like, okay, here's all of the shit that we've listened to over the last 12 months, and here's how we rank it. Yeah. Um. So li- look, I guess listen forward to that, not look forward because you can't see it, but uh, that is going to be a project that we start in the new year. Um, They'll see the link. Yeah. So they can look forward to it. There you go. But uh, that that is going to be kind of its own separate podcast. We've talked about that before. Yeah. Um. Additionally, um, we've tested it. Yeah, we've 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 market tested it, and it's all uh, approved by our focus groups. Yeah. Um, Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> we we kidnapped Kevin Moan and we kept him in our basement. And just made him oh, listen not, to our not recommendations. That Kevin. I didn't oh. realize you did that. Shit. Is he okay? I don't know. I'm. Gonna, I yeah. I thought he you were I, here taking care I of him. I should probably check on him. It's How long your has basement. he been down there? <laughs> oh, it's been a while. Oh, we took last week off, so fuck. I didn't feed him. Do we have a shovel? It's your house, man. I anyway, probably get a shovel. Anyway, uh, my computer is about ready to explode, so we're gonna end this here. But no, um, no, 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 no. We've got no, a couple no, things no, going no, on. Baby, Hold on. No, oh. Hold on, motherfucker. Oh, okay. Sorry. You can also listen to multi, uh, Monday Morning Dumpster Dive on I, iTunes. I was going to do that. You can also listen to Anarchy in Beach City on iTunes. My website got taken down, so you can't go there. But you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook. We don't do anything there. I didn't want to pimp you anyway, you piece of shit. But I love you, Jeremy. I'm sick of this. We're done. We're fucking done. Fuck you. Ow. So anyway, well, Jeremy throws a tantrum. We'll see you next time. Eat shit. We love you. Love you, baby birds. Take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. Uh, in the end, we're all we have. But uh, fuck you, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs>